their stories need to be heard. We need to hear about God's faithfulness. We need to hear about the messy middle. And not all of them ended in fairy tales. I mean, there were a lot of struggles and a lot of things that went on in their lives. And so I was like, but we need to share this. Like people need to, to hear the faithfulness of God and hear other people's stories because as we know, stories change lives. They really do. Stories change. And so I was like, I want to be a megaphone for those stories. Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms, just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you, the busy mompreneur, know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, join us inside our community, The Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan, additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kingdom-Minded Mompreneur with myself, Monique, and Becky Baxter. And today, we have a special guest. And hello, Ren. Ren Robbins. Hey. I can't tell you how excited I am to introduce Ren because out of the guests who we've had, Ren is actually a real life friend. Okay, y'all know what I'm talking about, where you have like your Insta besties and your Facebook friends and people that you're super close with, but you, you know, virtually, you communicate virtually. And Ren is here in Tennessee. Both Becky and I live in Tennessee. Ren is in Memphis. She is a podcast strategy coach. She is a mom to her son, Easton. She's married to her husband, Jim, and she has such a heart for helping people to grow their podcast. And she is also personal friends with me and Becky and our podcast coach. So welcome, Ren. Thank you so much. This is so fun to be in the studio with y'all, a virtual studio. I'm really excited to chat with y'all today and talk to your listeners. Super fun. So Monique mentioned you're a podcast coach, right? You're a strategist. So I would love for people to hear, and I'm kind of curious too, because I don't know this story, like what brought you into the world of podcasting? So I'd love to hear a little bit of your story and kind of some of the things that have transpired. Cause I, I've been told you've interviewed some like really cool people. So I would love to know a little bit about that journey and then just kind of what you're up to now. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking that. It's a fun story and uh, it goes back to about 2015 and about 2015, 2016, I was listening to a podcast 
imagine that, right? But back then I had a few people like, what is a podcast? You know, they had started around 2008 where things were starting to pick up. And then not until, you know, 2015, 2016, I started listening to podcasts and I was on the, on the way home from teaching kindergarten and I felt God moving me to share my friends, God stories and what like what they were going through. I had seen so many of my friends going through hard things, but then the faithfulness of God through their journey, I was like, you need, like people need to hear your story. Like they need to hear this. And so I was like, I'm going to share your story like on a podcast. And I didn't know what to do, but it was, it was just, I knew God had said, you're going to, you're going to do this. And, um, that's what I did. And so I started the friends of a feather podcast in the spring of 2016. And that's really the history of, of that. I knew I was called to do it. I could take you to ex the exact spot in the road of where I felt God calling me to do that. And so that's where I started. Okay. Ren, thank you for sharing that. And I feel like you are so humble in your story. Let's just be honest. You have had a top podcast and you have interviewed some big name people. You've interviewed Crystal Evans. You've interviewed, um, you know, several big name authors and speakers and Jennifer Allwood. So can you share with us a little bit about the type of women who came onto your podcast? What was unique about their stories? Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yeah. And when I say like I had friends um, that I wanted to come on the podcast, there were uh, most of them were personal friends that were here in Memphis. And I was like, they, their stories need to be heard. We need to hear about God's faithfulness. We need to hear about the messy middle. And not all of them ended in fairy tales. I mean, there were a lot of struggles and a lot of things that went on in their lives. And so I was like, but we need to share this. Like people need to to hear the faithfulness of God and hear other people's stories, because as we know, stories change lives. They really do. Stories change. And so I was like, I want to be a megaphone for those stories. And, um, and so I did. And then it started into like people online. And then when you have a podcast, publishers will reach out to you and say, hey, you have a podcast. Would you have, you know, Christy Wright on your podcast? Because she, I mean, mainly because she has a book coming out. And if you're a publisher, you want to have those people get on as many podcasts as possible. And so it's really not really anything unique. However, when I would interview people, um, there was one instance, well, a few instances, but one I'm thinking of in particular where we stopped recording and then she was like, you were really good at this. And I was like, can we, can we back the recording up? Cause I, I need some proof that you said this. Cause she's a best, I mean, a best selling author. And I was like, I think you need to be, but here's the thing. I didn't need her recognition of that. Like God had given me these gifts and the talents and abilities to use for his glory. So I didn't have to get it validated by her, but it was really kind of like, oh, well, maybe this is something God has given me a gift. He's given me that 
I need to use for his glory. So that's really how a lot of those people uh, came to be on the podcast. Well, I think by her saying that sometimes it's like a God wink, you know, it's mm. like uh, verifying, you know, it's kind of like that yep. check on Instagram. It's like, you're verified, you know, yes. it's like, you don't need to, you know, I don't need that check for people to know that, like, I know what I'm talking about. Right. right. But it does feel good. It is like a boost of confidence where it's like, wow, okay, thank you. Yes. I am on the right track for sure. Yes. Yes. I totally agree with being on the right track and you need people in that to believe in you and to encourage you to continue on that track. So absolutely, because that was before I started um, my business. And so it was really confirming when I I, I had that yeah. comment, for sure. You made the comment, stories change lives. And I think something that Monique and I, when we're teaching, you know, like social media and just even like sharing the business opportunity and direct sales and network marketing, we talk a lot about, you know, sharing your story and the version of you that you were like when you started your business, that's usually the person that you're talking to. And so I would love to talk about, you know, how you feel like women in direct sales network marketing specifically, right? So you are like a guru for storytelling, right? If you think about really like what a podcaster does is they're using their voice, right? You became, like you said, a megaphone to project and give other people, I guess, a voice or mm. a place to share their story. Yeah. And nowadays, right? Like we have access to social media to, I mean, goodness, you can even start a podcast nowadays for free. Like there's so many things, but it's kind of like, what do I do? What do I share? Mm. You know, how do I talk about my journey? Um, mm. and so I'd love to know, like, what is kind of your perspective on, like, what did you kind of mean about stories change lives? Like, what what would you tell that woman? Yeah, yeah. I love, love, love this question. Um, and really, I mean, when we were looking at, like, who changes lives, it's Jesus that changes lives. I mean, we know that as believers. Jesus is the only one that changes lives. However, your story has not just spiritual implications, but also scientific implications. And this, like, I love, and, and God is so awesome that he does this. Like he backs everything in the Bible up with science and science can be backed up with everything in the Bible. Like I mm. love, I love, love that. So scientifically when this is so cool, y'all, God is so awesome. And so like creative. He created that when we're listening to somebody's story, our brain response scientifically, our brain response will mirror what they are saying. So if you're listening to a podcast and that person is telling you a story and maybe it's like some really good like emotions and maybe they're feeling something deeply in just listening to that person share that story their story, it does something to our brain where it mirrors that storytellers. And it's a, only like a few seconds delay. And I think that is so cool because we can take on and we can have that person's story go down deep. And, and here's the thing. It's not just mirroring the emotion, but it goes down deeper into understanding. And mm. that is what I mean when stories are so powerful. They can, can communicate that feeling through just listening to someone. And so I want to read you, I want to read you a quote, uh, this gal named Callie, she 
does brain research and she uh, wrote an article. I'll send you the article. It was really interesting, but she said a story triggers stronger emotional responses, making you more likely to remember information and change your attitudes or behaviors to change your attitudes or behaviors. So when I look at that scientifically, I can say, yes, we we're mirroring that person's storytelling. So when I am sharing a story, somebody's on the other end of those AirPods or that earbud or their phone as they're on their walk, they're hearing the story and they are mirroring and it's going to change their attitude or behavior depending on what I'm saying. And so that's what I mean. Like stories are so strong and so they're powerful. And then that allows that direct marketer, that network marketer in direct sales that allows them to be free to share their story, knowing that it is creating impact. I just, I love the scientific portion of that. I love that you shared that about storytelling. And it just reminds me that stories, one of the reasons why they're so powerful is that they give people hope of what they can become. Oftentimes when someone resonates with a story, it's because they look at the past version of you know, where somebody was. And when they share their journey, the person who's listening is like, wow, if they can do it, I can do it. And it gives them that hope. And, you know, we had just interviewed Elizabeth Davis with Optavia and she was sharing her own story of Optavia. And she shared how she had met someone else who was a health coach and she was wanting to start her own health journey. And so, you know, someone else being vulnerable to share their own story, it allows other people to be vulnerable and to take action and to really, you know, be willing to make that change. So I'd love to hear, Ren, for the person who's listening to this and they recognize the value in storytelling, but maybe they're afraid and scared to share their own story because it's hard. It's hard to share your story. Like I remember when I was in network marketing and I remember the very first time I had literally typed up a post and it was a vulnerable post and I remember sitting on the floor in my closet on a Sunday night. Like I remember where I was, where I was typing it. And I like hit post and I just waited, you know, I'm like waiting for the people's response, but it was hard. It was the first time that I had done it. This was the first time I had shared. So what would you say to the woman who knows she needs to be a little bit more vulnerable, but you know, she's scared to share her story. Yeah. Um, I would say that I can relate to her because when I started Friends of a Feather um, back in 2016, it took me until episode 50 to actually share my story. So I was hiding behind those interviews because I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, is that humble brag kind of thing? You know, like you're like, well, I want to amplify their stories. Well, that's true, except God had me start the podcast because he wanted me to share my story, my story of infertility, my story of depending on him, my story of how he has been faithful. And so it took me, you know, 49 episodes to get to that point. And so a podcast, like starting a podcast is not going to like solve that. It's really where you know that God has a calling on you to share. And so, yeah, you are going to be afraid. But it really comes down to what is God calling you to do? Is he calling you to share your story? Is he calling you to do this? Well, it comes down to obedience now. And so when you do that, though, oh, my goodness, 
it's it's that surrender and then that's when it opens up all these other things people are responding back oh my goodness I've gone through the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it really does. Um, it, sharing your story is going to connect with others in a way that you couldn't have otherwise. And thinking about even just like our testimony, like our testimony, God can, God gives us that testimony of when we, before Christ and, and then when we came to Christ and during, you know, sanctification, when we're growing in him, but nobody can take that away from you. And so that's what I, that's what I would say is that it lean into that, lean into the hard. If, if it was easy, every, everybody would do it. And so just mm -hmm. lean into that and know that it's, it comes down to obedience to what he's yeah. calling you to do. Yeah. And I, I mean, I felt that so strongly, uh, when I was in the industry, even of, I wanted to share my story because it seemed like over and over I was being asked to speak on stage or to give a testimonial or to do just various things within the company I was with. And then it was like, other people started asking me and I was like, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? You know, he's like, I need you to use your voice for good, mm -hmm. for, for bigger things. And so something that I have noticed, which I did not notice in the beginning of listening to podcasts, which you would probably have more information on, um, or stats, but something that I have noticed are more and more direct sellers and network marketers are launching podcasts. And so since our audience is primarily direct sellers, network marketers, you know, mompreneurs, I would love to hear your, your kind of opinion and perspective of how can this affect and impact someone's business as a whole in regards to like, if someone were to be in the industry and say, you know, I have a, a story or, you know, I have a vision for, you know, speaking to more people than their team or even using it as a resource for their team. You know, I would just love to hear, you know, kind of like, what is your perspective of podcasting for the modern day social seller? Yeah, this is an excellent question. I get fired up about it. I just did an episode on my podcast about it and I was getting fired up. You would have thought I was a direct seller. I was like, <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, like I was, it was so energizing for me because of the opportunities that a direct seller has with a platform such as a podcast, because there's only so much we know social media is free. Awesome. We don't own it though. And we know we want to use it as a tool, but there is only so much you can do on a social media page. There's only so much you can do in the 60 second video or a, a post. Um, so you need to have a place with long form content. And here's why, because the people that see you online or that they know, or they bought from you, or they're kind of stalking you on your Facebook page or something, they've seen you out and about, they know maybe you have a pink Cadillac. I don't know if they even do that anymore. I'm just saying like they see you in the wild and they're like, like, what's, what's up with her? Like, I, I, I want to know, like, I want to know the background. And so a podcast or long form content is the perfect place for you to actually have a, like a behind the scenes, like peeling back that curtain so that people can see, like, 
they can hear your story. And like we heard earlier, it connects them. It makes them mirror what you're walking through. And they're like, oh my goodness, it's this no like, and trust like nothing else can do. And so that's why you see a lot of companies, even big, large companies and people in direct sales start to have a podcast because of that. Those reasons, just even if it's for the no like, and trust, and even if you are providing value or training that you would have, you can connect with those people that would be your clients or your future client or your clients now. They have that connection with you and they can relate. And I mean, honestly, do we have people that we listen to, like podcasters that we listen to and we're like, we're BFF. Like I could call them up right now. No, they don't know we exist, but it shows <laughs> that this girl have that like that connection with them and you yes. feel like you are intimately in a relationship, a friendship with them. Yes. And Me so and Becky, it's something that to, happens. Yes. We listen to Ed Milet. We listen yep. to, I don't know, Amy Jasmine star. I'm like yeah. me and Jasmine star. I'm like, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, right. We think we're all besties, but really they have no idea who we are. They have no idea, but it, that's what, that's what hearing long form content and hearing the backstory and hearing like the details of your life where you are serving them, that is where it creates that connection. So there's so many things that it does a long form content, particularly a podcast, because that's what my expertise is in, but really any long form content does this because it connects you with, um, the, your story connects with them, but then also it gives them a platform to share more about what they, they're about. Yeah. Like what about their training? Um, I mean, I'm thinking about Molly Asplin, who is a former client of mine and how she has had, y'all, it is insanely, I mean, I'm not surprised, but it is insanely powerful because there were people and continue to be people. She said, there are people that come all the time from the podcast and say, I, I, I want to be on your team. And they've binge listen, or they've come. And I said, Hey, there was that one, like right after you launched, like two weeks after you launched your podcast, somebody came to you and said, I want to be on your team. I heard your podcast and I fell in love with you and I want to be on your team. Well, she, I said, who was that? And she goes, Ren, I can't tell you because it's happened so many times. She said, it's happened so many times that I can't tell you that one specific person because it just connects you with them and they yeah. hear more about your life. So it's yeah. just the proof is in the pudding for sure. I love that. Yeah. And it, it really does build that trust. Like I think about the people who mm. I listen to in their podcast all the time. If they were to have an offer, I mean, I would immediately, you know, go and purchase because there's a level of trust there that if something solves a problem. If they share something that solves a problem in my life, because that trust has been built up, it makes it so easy to invest in that person because you connect with them on that level. So, and I want to say, I listened to the episode that you're talking about. So Ren, you have a podcast, Don't Wing It. And it is for people who are podcasters to understand like different ways of really just having offering value in theirs. And you did an amazing job talking about network marketing and how this benefits network marketers. So I want to put a plug in for that episode that you did, you just did on yours, but also can you share with us a little bit about if someone is listening to this and they have a current podcast and they're trying to figure out, okay, how do I grow it? Whether it's, you know, ideas for monetizing their podcast or ideas for getting more downloads, ideas for, um, you know, maybe just 
having more value or quality, because a lot of what you do is help the person who has a podcast, but maybe they're not utilizing it in its capacity. What would you say to that person? Yeah, this is excellent. I get fired up for, for this and, um, I, I'm, yeah, pumped up. But mentally, I would say one thing mentally to do is that you need to be energetic and fired up. Like people can really tell, listeners can tell if you're not sold on an idea. If you're not sold on what you're doing in your network marketing, the products, the 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 company, um, what you have gained, like your story, your transformation, then they're not going to buy it. They're not going to buy it because they're not, they see that you're not bought into it. And so that's the first thing is mentally, like you've got to be energetic. You've got to be fired up. And I always kind of laughingly say this on Instagram, like, don't be boring. Don't be boring because people will not listen to boring people. So that's the first thing is like, be fired up, be energetic, be real, be practical, be confident, like and interject your own personality. But then strategically do your market research. Who are you speaking to? How can you connect your story, your transformation with the product or through health or whatever it is, depending on, you know, Hugh and Grace or Plexus or Pampered Chef, whatever you have seen that you have gotten, maybe it's to re- just have some income while you're staying home with your kids. Like whatever it is that y- the transformation that you have gotten through this company that you strategically are serving those people in that way. And so like using your story to connect that story, your story, your transformation with the cardinal rule of podcasting, which is the cardinal rule. Do y'all know what it is? I got my pen and paper. I bet you know y'all do this well. So you know <laughs> what it is. It is that it's not about you. Mm. So how do you connect your story with following the cardinal rule of podcasting? It is delicate, but it is all about them. It's doing your market research. What do they need? What are they looking for? That is really important for you to grow your podcast, to know how to connect your story, your transformation and sharing that, but then also not um, talking about yourself all the time. It's a fine line, but when you have that in balance, you can grow your business through your podcast by focusing on that person. Yeah. I love that. And I think in general, you know, this industry is kind of known for that, right? Like you're not going to get very far if you're just focused on yourself, right? You can go so much further if you find the right people to go with you, you know, to grow with you, I should say. Um, I love that you said that about don't be boring. And I always used to tell people, because I was in the party space for a while. And so I'd always tell people like, people don't want to party with Eeyore. They want to party with Tigger. And so even though like, you don't have to be this like crazy extroverted person who is like, let's party, you know, all the time, like high energy or whatever. You know, I told people like, I am pretty much an introvert, you know, but I know how to put on a show. And that sounds really like, you know, it's not like I'm being fake, but it's just like, I know when to bring the very best version of myself, you know, and when to show up for people. Cause I want that to be what they experience, you know? And I love that you said that. Cause even about a podcast, right? Like if we were just like, Hey Ren, how are things going? Like you would be like, all right, guys, yes. we're gonna pause, pause, you know, pick, get some pep in your step. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of power in, you know, just 
just someone's own belief, you know, in their products, in their business, in their whatever it is. And so I think just even showing up boldly online and sharing, you know, on social media or, you know, asking, asking, boldly asking, say like, hey, pass this. Can you share this episode with a friend? Can you post this, you know, on your social media? And, and speaking of social media, I know you're also really consistent with social media and kind of like cross marketing, you know, your podcast. Uh, so I would, I would love to hear your perspective on that as well. Like, do you have a strategy? Do you teach people how to do that? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. Before I say that, I want to say this about social media and y'all, because Becky, I saw you yesterday in that fuchsia jacket and that the, the content that you brought, like it was awesome. Like it was fire. I messaged you. I was like, this is fire. And talking about not being boring and being passionate and bold about what, I mean, it's, it came from your outfit all the way in, like it was coming out. And so I feel like both of you do this so well. You show up on social media. Monique is always perfect with her storytelling. And so that is something that y'all are doing really like you're doing that so well and talking about being like bold and exuberant and passionate is well, thank I want to say that about y'all. <laughs> so to answer your question about how to do this. So I get this question a lot. Hey, can I start a podcast? Can I, uh, can I grow my podcast without social media? They're concerned about that. Like, I don't want to be on social media all day long. Da, da, da. And I can say, yes, you can grow your podcast without a, so without social media. However, you're going to grow more with a free app. Let me say that again. You're going to grow more and we're using a free app. Why would we not? Like, I think people take that as a cop out, like, oh, we're going to grow this without social media. And it's just they don't want to do the work, honestly. And obviously it gets under my crawl a little bit because um, it's free. It's like it's here. It's like just take it. So I did a test um, and I shared my podcast on social media every day in a different way. And I was talking about it like I was like. I am so done with myself. Like I am so done hearing myself talk about this episode. But let me tell you, when I went to my stats, there was a distinct difference in when I launched my podcast and not didn't say anything on social media or maybe did like one static post that everybody just feels like they got to do until and then compared it with when I was on social media every day being consistent in a creative way in stories or maybe a static post or maybe a reel or maybe a story where I'm putting the link or maybe a poll or maybe doing another um, static post about the quote from the episode or doing this and this and really there was a distinct difference the number of downloads shot up distinctly away from just posting it once and, and going. So I would encourage, I would encourage those who have long form content, whether that's YouTube or, or a podcast to promote it, like creatively set aside time to put into it. And let me tell you, like recently I'm taking a two weeks off, like starting Monday from my podcast, which that's another thing of taking, giving ourselves breaks and social media so that I can do this better so that I can promote better so that I come back refreshed and energized because 
I know I'm not sharing it enough and I'm sharing it more than most. So that is hope and encouragement for us that you can use a free app to help promote your podcast and get more downloads. It's incredible. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's talk about this for just a second, because I think you have struck a nerve with, in a good way, you know, with people to realize, because we talk a lot about the importance of social media, but I love that you said for 30 days, you stayed consistent and you went back to your analytics and basically the proof is in the pudding. There's another coach that we follow and she shared that every year she does 30 days live. She goes live for 30 days in a row. And she said, when she does that, she has a two or the last time that she did it, she had a 200% increase in her sales from the previous month. She went 30 days live. And so I think so many people want to give this like pushback of, do I have to do this? No, you don't have to do it. You get to do it. Mm. You get to use social media. You know, back when I was in high school, I was on the newspaper committee and one of our jobs on the newspaper committee is everybody on the committee had to sell a certain amount of ads. Like we had to actually go door knocking to businesses and ask people to invest in ads that we would put in the paper. So people had to pay, I think the cheapest was like $25 or something all the way up to $200 per ad for them to have some little square in our high school newspaper that nope, nobody was, nobody's reading the newspaper. Okay. Anyway, my point is, I think about that where people had to literally pay money to have someone hope, you wish and hope they turn to the page, they look at your ad, and they're like, oh, I want to go buy, you know, said thing, you know, Smoothie King. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the different ads I sold. Smoothie King was one of them. Okay. So my point in saying that is it's not that you have to do this. It's that it is a free opportunity for you to advertise. And Ren, I noticed, we haven't talked about this, but I noticed because you're actually in our kingdom-minded mompreneur um, Mm -hmm. community. And I noticed the other day, I was like, girl, she is using our Mm -hmm. action plan. So we have an action plan, social media action plan as part of our membership where everyone gets exactly what to post. And you took one of the posts and you made the most beautiful carousel out of it. And I was like, she is doing the dang thing. Um, So I would even love to hear since you've used the action plan, like what are your thoughts on, I feel like it allows people to have an exact strategy of what to post every single day. It makes it super simple. What is your perspective on that? Absolutely. I was going to mention that, that I have been in the group. I have heard the Bible study. Uh, I've read the Bible study. I've heard uh, Shay Greenwood talk about um, just giving us a spiritual guidance in that. I have used the social media plan. And listen, I'm not even a direct marketer, like a direct sales, but I can use this. This program that y'all have, like it is a no brainer. Like if you are in direct sales and you're not in this, like, I don't even understand. It's only $47 a month. (laughs) It's only $47 a month. And so I love that y'all were like, you know what? This was what Becky was talking about with her fuchsia jacket yesterday. Like you cannot get this level of training and the experience that y'all have had. And you cannot get this for $47 a month. This is high ticket value right here. And so the like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you use this? Number one, the social apps are free. Like, why would you not? And also I wanted to tell you, it takes about seven times 
for people, y'all, we know this stat, for people to be like, oh, I'm going to buy from you seven times. And so if you're posting using y'all's social plan and it's different every day, you're like you've done the hard work. You even have hashtags to use. You have music that's trending for the month. Like how in, how in the world? Like this I know. is- it's It's insane. I can't, I can't even, I can't even with it. But um, what I was saying earlier about my, my promotion of, you know, my podcast, but you could talk about it like with promotion, like the seven days that I did, I think I only did five days. I didn't even do 30 days. And I saw a distinct difference of when I promoted it versus one post and that's it. That's only five days that I saw this crazy amount. Now, if you want more, like you do more, but you don't have to like, that's the thing is like, even with a little bit of effort with the plan that y'all have, mm. you can skyrocket. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Well, and I think too, something I always tell people is it's like, you can go faster and further Yep. The, and your reach gets greater, right? Which increases mm -hmm. your impact and your income. And so even when you were just saying that about seven times, I literally, it just like had this major brain like light bulb go off I'm thinking like well here's the th here's the reality is if someone does have a podcast the seven times of building up trust is is like for me if I find someone that I like on a podcast I sit there and binge listen to their stuff and so someone could be listening to it and you're building up rapport and credit and without even having to have an actual conversation with them I mean there's a lot of power and then they go to your social media and you're consistent on there and you're sharing on there and building up trust on there. And so the credibility is there, which doesn't surprise me at all with someone, like you said, Molly Asplin, who has a podcast. She's very, very consistent with social media and she's a top leader in the industry. And it's like when someone is consistent in all areas of their life and it's not, I mean, she has children, she's a busy mom, you know, she's healthy. It's not like she's spending all of her time, but she's just disciplined, right? That's, that's what it comes down to. Like you said, she's just willing to put a little bit of work in every single day and it's producing the results. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's so powerful and social media is so powerful. I mean, just imagine like if you were standing in a, some people might be like, well, I don't have a lot of social media followers. Right. But if you are, think about it, like if you're standing in a room of 200 people and 200 people are listening to you speak or 200 people have, you know, whatever it's like, that is intimidating and scary and, and overwhelming, right? But people dismiss, you know, that they have 200 followers or 200 people download their podcast episode and then they want to yep. give up. And you're like, no, no, no. Like 200 people took the time to listen to what you have to say. You have to keep going because it's only going to go up from here, right? But it won't, you know, you're guaranteed failure if you quit or if you stop or if you're inconsistent because mm. there's mm. a lack of trust. Yeah. I always vision, uh, if you've seen on Pinterest or just anywhere, really, just like a, a banquet table, like outside in the backyard with the pretty like white twinkle lights and then the trees over, like I picture like weeping willows and this beautiful banquet table, like with just beautiful flowers. And then the, the seats that have the gold, you know, like all that plush seats and things like that. And you have 35 people at that table you get to have 35 people listening to your voice. They mm. are listening and they are, remember what we said about connection with story. Yeah. Like scientifically, we are mirroring what the feelings you're having. We, they are coming and listening to every word and they're going to be so loyal to us because 
it's the the connection factor and the no like and trust. But even if it's just 34, can you imagine discipling yeah. 34 people at your table? I mean, Jesus it, had 12, oh, so it's like, don't right, dismiss. Right. I mean, his legacy, right? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we all want to you know, mm. have an impact like he has had. Yeah. And it's like, he had 12 men, like he connected yep. with very closely with 12 men and the impact and the stories that parables, all the things that went on to be told it's changed. I mean, yeah. billions and billions of lives. Mm. It's good so, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we would love to hear your thoughts on this because you are such an example of somebody who is so intentional and purposeful in both your motherhood and in business and what you're called to. And so obviously our podcast name is the kingdom-minded mompreneur. How would you define a kingdom-minded mompreneur? Mm, this was the best question of all of it. I was like, yes. So when I think of a kingdom-minded mompreneur, I think of somebody that wants to glorify God, somebody that wants to make him known. And, you know, that's the, that's why we're created to be on earth anyway, glorify God, make him known, and then make him known in the daily activities with her business and with her family and that her priorities are right. That is when I hear kingdom minded mompreneur, that's what I think of daily activities. You are making God known. You are glorifying him with your business and with your family and your priorities are right. That's what I think. That's what I think of. And that's I feel so like you, you two are doing this so well and you're going ahead of us and as di like direct sales coaches, but you are going ahead of us in this. And so we can look to you, the Kingdom Mind Mompreneur podcast, but we can go to you and say, I want to do this even better. And so I applaud you for doing that in this podcasting space and in the space that you have with your membership and also with social media. Oh, thank you so much. That's so gracious. And thank you for sharing that. It's always fun to hear everyone's, you know, description and kind of thoughts around our brand. And every time people share it, I'm like, yes, that's it. You know, I'm like, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. So okay. Rand, thank you so much for spending this time with us. We have just been so blessed and you have just such a happy, joyful, like beautiful presence about you. It does not surprise me at all that you have had success with uh, podcasting because you can hear it in your voice, like, you know, just the way you, you're speaking, the excitement that you have and your heart for wanting to share the stories of others as well as help others. I'm just really excited that we got to spend this time with you. So for those people who are listening who are like, yes, I totally agree, Becky. She is awesome. I want to connect. Where can they find you? Oh, perfect. I'm on Ren Podcast Coach on Instagram and at renrobbins.com online. And so I would love to connect. I love meeting new people. I love being on social media. And so that is where you can connect with me. But thank you so much for giving me this opportunity, sharing. I always say to my clients and on Instagram, when someone asks you to come on their podcast, they are sharing their platform, the platform they built, they are sharing it with that guest. And so I do not take this lightly. And I am so grateful that you shared me with your listenership. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.